What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. This is Rob. So, something pretty, pretty crazy just happened. Something I didn't expect. Jeff Skinner is now a member of the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> it's, and I don't know. You'd think that trading a player like Jeff Skinner, you would get something pretty good back. And I mean, they got. I mean, Carolina got Cliff Pugh, who's a thought, a well thought of prospect, but maybe a middle six at best. And they didn't really get desirable picks back. I don't know. You, I think you had to at least get a first round pick back for Skinner. Yeah, um, that's perfect timing. We had our Atlantic Division special. They decided yeah. to lay oh, this, this is... one on it. I got a nice little text from my buddy Joey here on the way home about it. <laughs> yeah. So it's rather this is literally <laughs> like an hour after the trade happened. Yeah, you probably Maybe won't hear it for a half. little bit, but it's uh, yeah, this just happened. Um, yeah. And I hate it. I want to cancel this whole episode and just talk about how much I hate Carolina for what they're doing to that awesome team. Damn it. Dude. (laughs) But good for Buffalo. I will say good for Buffalo. You traded an okay prospect. Who knows? Maybe he'll be really good, you know, but and and we'll have to eat this, but I don't know. I, I think they need to get at least a first two or another player, like a roster player. And instead right. they've got a handful of picks, none of them that impressive. Not the first, you know what I mean? And, um, dude, Jeff Skinner's like, he's, he's top five hands in the league. Jeff Skinner's sick. Like, Jeff Skinner is a, is a really good player, in my opinion. I think that, obviously, there's other, like, there's better players than Skinner overall. Um, but, like, dude knows how to score goals on the breakaway. He knows how to, like, dude, he's a good winger. He's a fucking sick winger for them. So good for Buffalo for um, that return. But damn it, shake my head. I don't. If I knew Jeff Skinner was on the market, I would have been calling them on behalf of my favorite team. Like, please give them to us. I'll give you more than them. Yeah. <laughs> I will yeah. give you more than three picks and a th- and a eh, prospect. I promise you. Let's do this. <laughs> right. I don't know. I just I like I said. I think I said it last week's podcast or maybe the podcast before that. I just can't figure out what Carolina's plan is. Like, I I mean, I didn't believe that Jeff Skinner was really going to be traded because it's kind of crazy. And then, you know, you'll say, well, Svechnikov makes him expendable. No. True. Well, no, that is kind of true. They play the same position. Ajo is spo- – he plays center because they don't have a top, but I think he's better suited as a wing. If they had that top center, Ajo would be the left wing. To where, and then Svechnikov is, I mean, he has a higher ceiling than Skinner does. And that Skinner has ever had. Like, in any other draft year, other than maybe McDavid or Matthews, he's probably first overall. Svechnikov is. I'm not doubting the kid is good, but doesn't Jeff Skinner, can't Jeff Skinner play? And wingers can play on the other side. I mean, I I fucking take, I take Skinner over, T, over Tivu all day. Yeah, I know. I see what you're saying, but I think that the relationship was kind of burning out there, and they replaced, you know, what they really wanted. They got another goal-scoring winger out of the draft. So I think with the relationship not being as strong as it used to, and you know, having someone to step in and replace, I still don't. I just don't like the return. Like I can kind of see what they're doing, 
but I think that you have to get a roster player back, yeah, and if what's, not a first-round pick. Yeah, what's stopping them from trading one of these defenders for a real center? Because that's what they need. They need that guy. Even if they traded, they went all out. They like tried to get someone crazy, like a, a best center that they possibly could, which they're hard to find in a trade. Even if you had to package like Skinner, one of your defensemen, since you're since I can see why you're saying expendable somewhat, but I still think Jeff Skinner's too sick to give up for a bag of prospects. That's not yeah yeah, and and they still could have used them. Like it's not like their back end. Their back end is sick, but I don't even think they know that. Like I don't think that they've taken a look at their own depth chart recently. It's like pathetic. <sighs> oh man. I don't know. I, I don't I don't like it on Carolina's behalf. And for Buffalo, I mean, it's great. I think he's going to help. If they can get their shit together sooner rather than later, he could be a big part of that. But also, Skinner didn't make or break Carolina. Like, he, he didn't right. put Carolina over the edge either. And they've been, like, in that same kind of, like, middle ground. Well, Buffalo's been worse. But, you know, they've been they've been teetering on that like, middle-of-the-pack thing for a while, and Skinner couldn't put them there. So even though I think it's sick for Buffalo, it's great. They do they do still got a little bit of work to do, too. He's not immediately bumping them into the playoffs, either. Right. Yeah, and I agree. I still don't have him in the playoffs, but... All right, but yeah, since Buffalo's on the topic of conversation, we're going to go this week, instead of top-to-bottom, we're going to go bottom-to-top, and last year... Buffalo is at the bottom of the Atlantic Division, um, although I don't have them down for that this year. So they definitely improved. Yeah, I, think. I will say that I don't think they are in the cellar again. But <laughs> I like I like what they're doing. But for them to really turn it up this year, they're gonna need they're gonna need their younger guys and their rookies to show up. So, like, Middlestat, who I have faith in, and it's not the lack of faith, but needs to have a dope rookie season for this to work. Just looking at what their options are, um, and especially after trading away, like, O'Reilly. Like, they need they need another, you know, they need another center, and they need they need him to turn it up. And, I mean, I'm so excited for, for Dolan, <laughs> or Darlene, yeah. however you say it, because, yeah. I mean... It's been a little while since we had a defenseman go first overall. Um, sometimes they take a little while to develop. He's supposed to be sick, though. I'm, I'm like, excited to see what, how that, like, works. It's, like, I feel like it's less of, like, a given than your your typical draft where the forward gets picked and they, you know, and they play right away. I'm, like, I'm, I feel like there's a lot more question marks to it. So, it's, like, it's, like, a nail-biter. But he, I think he's going to be dope. So, that's... That's exciting, but they need, like I said, they need their young guys to like really, like turn it, turn it up in order to make this make this happen. Yeah, no, I I definitely like what they're doing. I think that it's going to be definitely a better year. I think they'll be a fun team to watch. I don't know. I still th- I I still think that they got rid of uh, Robin Laner a year too soon. If it wasn't at, if it wasn't this year. If he still, you know, was putting up, you know, math numbers or whatever, I could see it. But I don't know. I like Carter Hutton. I don't know that he's a starter. I mean, they have Allmark up back or probably backing him up. And he's one of the young goalies that, you know, Buffalo's hoping turns out for him. But I don't know. 
Um, I think the goaltending suspect, I don't know, St. Louis was a better defensive team than Buffalo will be this year. And it's not like Carter Hutton is a, a young man. Well, I mean, he's a young man, in like, but not in NHL terms. So, you know, he's over 30, never been a starter. So I don't know. I think that there was, I still think that there's a good goaltender in Robin Blanner. And it's unfortunate that he got to the Islanders a year too late. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think that they're definitely going to be better. I think that they'll be playing important games into January and maybe February. But I ultimately think that they missed the playoffs again this year. Unless, I mean, that's unless. If Casey Middlestead has an amazing rookie year, well, true rookie year, because he played towards the end of the year last year, I think that it's possible. I'm not promising anything. It's one of those things. I think we've talked about it for a couple other teams in the two other divisions we covered. If literally everything goes right. Like if Carter Hutton, if you're wrong about Carter Hutton, I like Carter Hutton too. I think he could do it. I don't know for how long he's going to do it, but you're right. It's a question mark. But if Carter Hutton can kill it and keep this frigging team together for how he did for the Blues last year, but in twice as many games, (laughs) and if Casey Middlesack can have a good season, and if they cannot take a major injury, and... You know, if Jack Eichel is going to be Jack Eichel, he's sick. If they, if it all turns out for them, they could do it. But I still think there's a couple of things that are suspect. Too early to tell. I don't think it's likely. But, you know, Darlene puts up a 50-point season and quarterbacks the power play and Eichel doesn't get hurt and Carter Hutton's the man and Casey Middlestat's like the, you know, rookie of the year then. Yeah, why not? <laughs> right, and I'm glad that you said that because Jack Eichel being healthy all year, oh man, that is like ever so important this year because they don't have <laughs> yeah. Ryan O'Reilly as that safety net. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I think pay- getting back Patrick Berglund, not the contract, the player, was a decent move in the return for O'Reilly. But man, he cannot be your second or first line center. Yeah, that's, and we're saying no a lot good. of ifs about Middlestat. I don't know. If right. you have to put him on the first line, it's like it's like trial by fire. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I still I, I like what Buffalo's doing. I think that they're definitely going right direction. I think that they're definitely going to get better this year, partially from them getting better, and then partially from teams ahead of them last year getting worse, <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, even worse. Um, but yeah, no, I like them this year. I think that they'll be a fun team to watch, even if they're not in that playoff hunt. I mean, watching Jack Eichel is always fun, and then having Darlene just dynamic, puck-moving defenseman who, I mean... Yeah, and they got deeper. I feel like one of the reasons why... Because I, I don't usually like watching the Sabres, to be honest. I think it's, like, boring. You know what I mean? And to be fair, they, didn't, they don't score a lot of goals. Like, they hadn't. Um, Eichel's the shit, but then it would feel like They'd get to their third or fourth line, and it was like no pressure. It was just complete awful all the time. Right. That's a solid third line you have there with Hominville, Berglund, and um, who else? Sabatka. And Sabatka. That's a solid third line. Yeah. Um, you got some young guys on the fourth line um, who maybe will, you know, turn it up. Oh, oh, and dude, and they just got Jeff Skinner. 
Yeah, <laughs> and they definitely got <laughs> they got definitely got deeper on the wing for sure. Yeah, I I'm not gonna give them center depth because Ryan O'Reilly is a big piece to fill, but I mean Casey Mills had to make the team at some point, and if Brian O'Reilly was still on the team, then Jeff Skinner isn't so because they don't have the cap space. Yeah, and dude, and I like yeah. I mean, if Jeff Skinner does it, um. It could be sick. And then, again, I, it could come down to these little moves, these things that you may not even think of. Like, is Connor Sheary a victim of the Crosby effect? Like, you know what I mean? Just like these <laughs> – it's like Evan Rodriguez still your trigger man on the power play. Like, I don't know. It's just these little little things that – but they're definitely ahead of where they were. They, they definitely have really made an effort. And like I said, I, yeah. I hope it goes right. Because they could be fun. I'm going to watch more games this year. I think that it's not going to be as much of a, like, just a beating. <laughs> like, I, I think that you're right. They're going to they're gonna play interesting games. Right. Yeah, they might have to, like, rely on, like, that goal scoring and win some games, like, 7-5 to five or lose some games 5-6 to six or whatever. But I think it's, it's better than where they were last year. I, I don't know. Ryan O'Reilly didn't seem the happiest camper to be in Buffalo, so I think turn the dial. You know they had to make a move um, and get different. I think it's important, kind of when that's the thing that we were talking about in either last podcast or the podcast before, like that culture of losing. Yeah. And I think it's important to kind of shake the core up. And Ryan O'Reilly was a core guy for that team. Was he going to be forever? I don't know, but. I think if you want to avoid like starting that culture of losing and just bringing in guys that you know just come through losing and keep losing and keep losing, I think it's important to shake the core up, and that's what they did. So, yeah. Although in There's no way risk. did I think O'Reilly was their problem, but yeah, I see what you. No, mean. no, no, no. Yeah, I don't think he was the problem, um, and there's some risk to it. I mean, they could. I I'm not gonna say easily because. It's not going to be easy to be worse than Ottawa, <laughs> but I don't know. There's definitely risk to it, but I think that they're moving forward. So, absolutely. All right, and who do we? <laughs> now we got Ottawa. <laughs> yes. All right, let's do this. Pros, you start. My, I only have one pro, or I have two pros really. I really like Thomas Shabbat. Kid's sick on the back end. Um, and I think he can take it. Well, he might be able to because he might be the only good defenseman there next year. Um, and my other pro is that any prospects they have have a chance to make the team. <laughs> like if, if you're good enough, you're gonna make the team. You get a you get a tryout, son. Yeah, <laughs> you get the call. Everybody's up. got a, Everybody's got a chance. Yeah, everybody does have a chance. So looking at this combo, it's like, why? I'm just like, why even bother? Yeah, maybe we'll see some exciting prospects. Um, but maybe it's just as bad as it looks. Yeah. And I mean, my first con is that Eric Car- Carlson is probably going to leave at some point. Yeah, and I, I'm i nervous for Ottawa. I This is like the end. This is like the end. I was just saying this could take like a decade to fix. This is like a drought, like waiting to happen. Like I see, like no hope, and and I don't. The fact that they were talking so strongly about these Eric Carlson trades, and it was supposed to be like boom happening, and something right. messed it up all those times. 
scares me even more for them. Because as much as I think they need Eric Carlson, at this point, they're, they're doing a full rebuild. But, like, I never understood why you would want to get rid of Eric Carlson to begin with. You should have just start, fixed your team and not let it get like this. But then there's the whole thing with... Um, with Hoffman and Carlson, and it's just like a mess over there. The owner doesn't even like them. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, yeah, the it, thing with Hoffman hurts a lot because that trade value that they got back for him, oh my god, that is so bare minimum low. Yeah, like that's insane what they got back for him. Like if they were able to cash in before that story got out, they're easily getting at least a first yeah. back, and they don't even net a first for for that guy. I don't know. Yeah, and I like hit, Hoffman. Hit. I like I like his yeah. playing. I mean, his numbers are good. I have hope for for Hoffman. But, that was good for Florida. Good on their um, good, yeah. good on their game. I'm just you know again. I'm worried that since this this Carlson trade didn't go through, that they're gonna try it at the deadline, um, and they're gonna have a year of Eric Carlson hating it, and it's gonna really make things look really worse for them. And then no one's going to be able to afford him at the deadline. And he's going to walk right. for nothing. It's like they right. really needed this to happen. Because, again, who can afford Eric Carlson at the deadline? They're either yeah, getting... Well, who can afford getting, to trade for him anyway? Yeah, anyway. Even beyond that. The fact that... And the teams that were in contention a couple weeks ago were insane. It's like, I don't know what Tampa Bay is thinking. But, but yeah. I, I, dude, if they can't get him now, they're not going to get... They're not going to be able to get rid of him at the trade deadline. And if they do, it's going to be for nothing. Nothing. Like Hoffman, yeah. like nothing. And it's Right, because it's going to be like, well, why would I trade for him now when I can just wait a couple months and take my shot in free agency? Yeah, dude. Because if someone's trading for Eric Carlson, unless it, it is like Tampa Bay, because they can afford it because his adjusted salary, once the year goes on, they can afford it. And he's a true rental, and they just let him go because it's like, hey, you know, maybe we win a cup, maybe we don't, but we can't afford to re-sign him anyway, so, you know, maybe we try to give up, like, minimum as possible and get him at the deadline, but, I mean, if they don't trade him now, they're just walking into John Tavares 2.0, and I'll roast fucking Islanders next week when we, well, not next week because we have a different plan, but when we get to that, Yo, you got to lock him up way before they ever started. Because I remember hearing, like, when he was eligible for his um, extension, they were like, oh, well, we're going to wait. And I'm like, no. (laughs) There is no no waiting. There is no waiting. If you have a guy of that caliber, the day he is due for an extension, he needs to be extended or he needs to start being shopped then. Yeah, what do you think that he was going to not— put up another couple seasons when he puts up awesome point totals while he's hurt while he's hurt every year he just plays injured it seems like and still does great did you think he he, and your team was supposed to be better when you said that you know what i mean wait you guys had just made the stanley cup final the year or not almost made it to the stanley cup final they lost in game seven of the conference they should have been better yeah there's no way that you think that his this is the only thing that could have lowered his value and it still didn't it just lowered their value yeah <laughs> it's bad it's it's friggin' bad the but. other thing i want to bring up is what does this mean for matt duchene matt duchene's got to be ready to bounce because he's out on contract year two. Oh, is there's no way that he's enjoying this shit show there's no way right, that he like got there and he's like and poor bobby ryan 
<laughs> Poor Bobby oh, Ryan. Bobby probably just like, I'll go money. play for another team for like a mil. I don't even want this money. <laughs> Buy me yeah. out so I can go play hockey. I don't think Bobby Ryan's worth his contract. That's the scary thing. So no one's going to take him. So he's stuck there. But I still think he should be able to play. He could be a depth guy. He's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Poor Bobby Ryan. And I, I heard, I've heard rumors about Stone, them not being able to get that done. And then it's like, that's like your... <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah, Stone is in like is potentially in like a record breaking like arbitration um, hearing or whatever because he asked. Well, I mean, you always have to ask for more because I don't know that because he asked for nine mil because I think that they're giving him a one year deal, so he's asking for nine mil. I don't know that he's worth nine mil, but you have, obviously have to ask for more if you go to arbitration. Um, yeah, yeah, and they're only at five mil, and I'm like, you guys are fucking out of your mind. Like it's. He's he's worth more than five mil. The worst part is, dude, is I this owner wants to move them so bad, and I don't think he deserves it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't deserve it. He did this. There's something. It's more than coaching, and it's more than talent, and it's more than that guy. It's just a mess. It's like hard to watch, and I feel bad for the people like the depth guys, like I said, like Bobby Ryan, and like. Uh, just just people like who are who are like just getting getting there who like just want to play probably not even they're cool with not being an all-star they just want to like play games and they're like stuck on this this team it's just yeah i know gabrick's probably like thank god i'm gonna be hurt for like 25 games (laughs) i couldn't do this all year yeah i had gabrick in mind i'm looking at their depth chart and like bodiker and yeah (laughs) and dude even Pe- I like um, Peugeot. Peugeot. Yeah, I, I like him kid. too. I like him, and it's like you may end up playing on the first line, but <laughs> he could. I don't know. I like. I don't think the team, while it's not good, it's not the worst. I just think with all the other like shit show things going on with their management and like Eric Carlson and Mark Stone. And, you know, Craig Anderson has said that he, you know, wouldn't mind getting out of there. I just think that it's a lot hanging over the heads of the players. Because, I mean, it's not like these guys know exactly what's going on. Like, these guys aren't, like, in the dark about what's going on with Carlson, if he's coming back. And that's, like, a big thing. It's like, oh, we're going to lose our best defenseman? Then what's the fuck is the point? Yeah, and and that's the thing that scares me. I've seen teams in bad looking at at their depth chart like who's playing and their top guys you know but the the problem is is that if they blow up this team right now they're still not going to get the returns that they deserve for these guys because of how much of a of a shit show it is you're not going to get as much as you could for stone you're not going to get as much as you could for duchene his value went down for sure him not like putting up numbers in, during that first initial part of the trade. Definitely. And I think Duchesne's good. I don't have a problem with Duchesne. I'm just saying he's better than Ottawa, but you're not going to get as much for him. You're not going to get as much for Mark Stone. And if you don't pull the trigger on Eric Carlson, you're already probably not getting as much as he could have a year ago. But forget it. At the yeah. deadline, you're not. And that's another. You're not. Even the guys who like I like, who you can trade out, you're not getting anything for. Like, Craig Anderson wants to go win a cup. You're not getting anything, and it's substantial back. He's just like, in case, you know, 
<laughs> in case someone's goalie is hurt on the playoff run and you get a, right. a pick. Like you're not you're not going to get anything that these guys are are worth. So I worry about I'm not only worrying about them right now. Like it's not like it's abysmal right now. Like they may even like I still like Matt Duchesne. Like Eric Carlson's still the shit, but like the problem is is that this is going to affect them for years to come. Like they're not they're not getting the pieces back to do a quick rebuild. Yeah. Right. I mean because even if they were getting like let's say they were getting not full value, but value back. Like let's at least say I don't know because I don't know what the value is of Eric Carlson because he shouldn't be traded. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> yeah. hard to say. Like what do you pay for a twenty-eight-year-old elite defenseman? You don't. <laughs> yeah, you're you absolutely re-sign right. Because you you're Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You hold. But even on. if they, let's just say like value, like first roster player, a prospect, like. A plus prospect. A like plus prospect, A pro- roster player, first round pick. Like Right. If that's what you're getting, it still is not fixing it. It's not. No, it's not. And I don't know if they're even gonna get that. To be honest. I mean If it's at the deadline, they're not getting that. They maybe get a later first round pick of a team who is like, hey, if we have Carlson, we're definitely winning the cup. But, dude, think about some of the trades that didn't go through. Wasn't Dallas in on him, but they wouldn't give up their A-plus defensive prospect. They wouldn't do it. Yeah, they're not getting rid of uh, Heiskanen. They wouldn't do it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what any other day of the week, they you probably would. But I guess, I mean, maybe not. Maybe not, because maybe you hope you have the next Eric Carlson in that. But like I said... No one likes giving up A-plus prospects anymore, and if they think that they could underbid Ottawa, why would they? Yeah. If they could just wait it out. Oh, and I just, because we're getting ready to wrap this up and move on, but um, I just want to say that Ottawa also could have really fucked up by not giving Colorado their first-round pick this year because now they owe them, no matter what, Unless they strike up another deal, they owe them their first round pick this year. Oh no! That pick I is Colorado. So if they're, they're I, I think that they're, they're definitely a lottery team. They're not making the playoffs. If they're in like top three, they could have just hand like a. And I was telling you because I was watching the highlights of Jack Hughes in that uh, in that World Junior Showcase game, and the kid looks sick. Like, he's the bona fide number one, like, dynamic, playmaking center, like, good size, like, and everything. Like, imagine that in Colorado. Oh. Nathan McKinnon and that kid down the middle? Holy shit. Like, they're set for two decades. Dude, I am I love that. I love that for Colorado because, I, I, like, we had our special on, on – that um that division i said i like colorado i don't know if they got enough oomph to do it again but they're like in the right direction i like want to root for them you add a lottery pick to that and it's like a, a, you add a a prospect that can immediately be an nhl player to almost any level who's going to keep getting better that's that's a that's a Dude, that could crush them. I don't know. I, I love that. I'm actually happy because I hate yeah. Ottawa now. Well, I'm so just that. saying, like, imagine... Go Colorado. Like, Good job. <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong. I don't think that it was necessarily a mistake to draft 
Brady could chuck because it wasn't because he's going to be good. But at the same time, because I even like I listened to a podcast with his dad on it and he thinks that Brady's better than Matt. Okay. So, um, or at least more complete as a player. A lot of things change if Ottawa has gives up that pick this year and doesn't pick fourth. And let's say they do get the first overall and they get that top si- top line center right off the bat like things a lot of things change yeah a lot of things change if they have a number 1 center absolutely no they they do um yeah i don't know it's it's i feel bad i feel bad even talking about it ottawa ottawa's first line carried me to uh to my first fantasy championship a few years ago <laughs> and yeah. it was dope and i was like these guys can do it and now what has happened you've gotten rid of every wait i think everyone from that line everyone i had tourists i had hoffman and i had um that might have been the year bobby ryan did good actually i might have had him like bobby ryan's last like decent year yeah it's possible yeah and they were killing yeah, it and and then tourists got hurt and i had zabanage uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, they man. literally uh, carried me to a championship. Started. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me fucking started on that trade. <laughs> I won't. Let's move on. We're spending too much time on this. God damn yeah. it, Ottawa! All right, um, who do we have next? Montreal. Montreal. Oh, next. dude, <laughs> you start. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't get a lot better here either. I I don't hate. I don't like the move for trading Galchenyuk for Domi, but I kind of see why it had to be done because I think it's a similar thing. Like, the relationship is already kind of shot there. Like, Galchenyuk and Montreal, they just didn't get along. Um, I think Max Domi's better than what he was last year. He's definitely not a nine-goal scorer. He's more than that. The question is, though, do you... They think that they're going to compete making a trade like that so maybe they gave up no, the better player or they think that they didn't but they did a player for player why not just trade him for a pick why not just trade him for a pick stop making dumb trades and take the, the young part of this core and and some of the old that you're stuck with <laughs> but and take them to the next level sooner rather than later because right now max Domi's not your difference maker and i like Domi. I'm not trying to talk bad on him, but he's like not your difference maker. And like this lineup that you have right. isn't working and you traded your good defenseman. I just I I hate their trades. I really think that they are they panic and they rush and they're and they're stuck. Especially because they're another team talking about trading their star. I mean they're talking about trading Max Pacioretty. And they were because they were talking about it last year. Yeah. And I, I still don't like it till the day. Like, I s- still believe wherever Pastoretti goes, and because I'm pretty sure when we, because we have some, well, by times this comes out, some unreleased episodes of this podcast where we kind of talked about the league last year, and Max Pastoretti was still on the trading block, and I said, no matter where you trade him, except for uh, Arizona, and that's not true. Even if you trade him to Arizona, he's gonna score thirty goals next year. Yeah, he just is. He will. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't understand. Like, I that's another team. I don't really understand what they're doing. I kind of understand them taking 
Jesperi Kokanyemi over kind of the consensus third overall pick in Zadina or Kachuk at the time. Like, it was kind of who's going to go. But they draft the center, and I understand why. I just don't, like, he doesn't, I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's going to be ready for a couple years because I know I paid attention a little bit more to the draft than you did. And Kokanyemi was pretty much in the middle all year until Montreal said that they were going to try to draft him at third. And then he shot up to like fifth. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. Like he, like he's, he's good. And I think that he could be good, but I still, I think it's two years away at least. Like yeah, when you could have had, I mean, you don't have a center for him to play with, but you could have had Zadina who pure goal scorer. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I I hate to just bring it up like this, and I'm just being, like, a pessimist probably, but, like, I hate that P.K. Subban trade. I know it's spent news, but everything they've done since that point, I've been like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you trying to accomplish yeah. here? It was, like, an ego move that didn't make any sense, and it's blowing up in your face. And, and that's what I mean when I say they're panicking. Like, nothing since then right. has been extremely great like well and they kind of have to panic too because i'm pretty sure that's uh suitor no yeah suitor no not suitor um what the fuck's it shay weber <laughs> shay weber <laughs> pause for edit suitor. <laughs> uh, i'm pretty sure that shay weber is hurt. fucking hurt part of next year at least yeah i'm pretty sure they're not going to be able to pay anyone on this team because of that forever yeah yeah and the contract courtesy of Paul Holmgren of the Philadelphia Flyers. Hey, good job. But yeah, <laughs> um, is fucking them so hard right now. It's it's bad. And I still think that he's good. And I, he's not, like, oh, the like contract isn't an albatross right now. But, oh, man, it's going to be, especially if he starts having injury problems. Oh, and this one was bad. It was all of last season, and I don't think he's starting this season. Yeah. I mean, from what I'm looking at, you're probably going to have either Carl Alsner or David Schlemko playing on your first pairing. <laughs> yeah. And, dude, I like both those guys. But come on. Like, come on. You had something. And, I, dude, I really think – it's like a curse, dude. It's like the curse of the Bambino, man. They are, they are not – things are not going to go well for them because of that. I have little to no faith. In this team I'm looking at. And don't get me wrong, there's good pieces. Like you said, Patriotiel scored 30 goals. I love Druin. Yep. Um, I like Druin. He's not a center. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> that seems to be the problem. I like Max Domi. Like, I like some of the players on this team. But... Oh, and I love Gallagher. Yeah, I love Gallagher. <laughs> it's my homie. I love Galchenyuk. Why did you do that? <laughs> But yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I uh, I don't I don't see them going far. And if they, they're another team. I think I've said this about a couple other teams. Where if you kept your head down, you rebuilt on the fly, and you didn't do anything too crazy, it could have been all right. Um, but it's not now, and now you have to really think about it. And it must be so nerve wracking being in that market because out there somewhere. There is a Montreal Canadiens fan writing a, a list predicting the next five Stanley Cups, and he still has the Canadiens winning three of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading articles from like last year where it's like, yeah, the Canadians are going to like what? What? Yeah, and someone's going to lose their job. That that's ultimately going to happen. Dude, I don't know. They they got to stop hiring like French personnel. Like it that like You're it's, racist. A, it's <laughs> No, it's a requirement. Like they, that's what they do. They hire French personnel instead of people who are going to win. Like they have to have a head coach that speaks French. They have to have a GM that speaks French. And it's like, why? <laughs> like, like you guys should have been in. I, whatever. Anybody can say whatever they want about Mike Babcock. He was still the best coach available, and they still weren't solid because they've gone back and forth for like the same two coaches that speak French for like ever and it's like fuck off just hire someone else <laughs> hire someone and teach them french yeah oh. i don't know this is a team that i think that like the best carry price couldn't save yeah and that's the only thing i think saving them from well no that's not true there's other teams that got worse but carry price can stop you from being in the basement you may even squeeze up there yeah. to be in a little bit of a run but that's the best Carry Price, day in, day out. It's not Carry Price with your number one defenseman hurt to start the season, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think that's what does it for me. I think that's the reason why I believe Carry Price can't save this team is because their best defenseman's gone. Yeah. For a significant part of the season. Like, possibly till at least New Year's. Is it that bad? I think so. Oh god. I think I honestly think earliest is December. Oh. I don't have oh. that in front of me and that could have been something that is not true, but I'm pretty sure that he's out for a minute at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So trade Patcheretti. <laughs> and uh I guess. Good luck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Montreal. I did, this was the only team that I didn't write a pros and cons list. I just made a list and was just like, it's fucked. Like, yeah. All right, let's move on. This freaking Atlantic Division, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. God. All right. So next, next is Detroit. This is another sad one. This is another sad one. And I like, I like their guys. I think, but now, um, fucking. Zetterberg's probably he could be done like he might have to retire like because that dude has back problems and he's oh. missing time next year does he yeah he's missing I mean it's possible I think it's already said it's possible that he misses all next year oh god and I if he misses that. all next yeah if he misses all next year I think I think it's done as sad as this is too because I don't wish it to happen I hope Zetterberg gets better because I like him but that actually may help them because I don't think they're going to the playoffs. I'll just say it straight up just like that. I like some of their guys. I like Zetterberg. And I I don't want to sound like an idiot. So maybe we, who knows if this even makes it. But I'm pretty sure that if he retires like early, like the earlier he retires, the more fucked like yeah, they are might, with that penalty that they're going to take for it. And right. they're already in a cap crunch. So it's like, ooh. Right. He might be like one of those retired but is on LTIR, like Marion Hosa. Yeah, they may need that to happen. I don't want it to. Zetterberg played till the but, end. But if he just dips it 
they're they're so screwed. Oh my god. Yeah, no, god. I I don't think that he's gonna like leave them hanging. I think that he's definitely Dude, loyal enough. I don't know. To I know because I think that he it's not like he's going he's gonna go home to play. I don't think. I think he's he might be done done. Well, maybe now, but I'm just saying. Last season, they were the team that that lost like ten to one, right? He was pissed, dude. He he's not a guy who likes to lose, and I don't. Well, that's and true. get it. He's made the playoffs every year of his whole career. Yeah, until, <laughs> until two years ago. Yeah, he does not. So that is a proud hockey player, dude, and he does not like doing this. I wouldn't either at the end of my career. I get it, but he right. he was not happy about what's going on with that with that team. So again, right. maybe. You're right. He's probably a loyal guy. Maybe he wouldn't go home. And now with this injury, you're saying probably not. But that's why I'm saying maybe that's. But if he. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean that's a that's a price that some people have to pay. I mean, if he can't do it, and he has to retire, and he decides that he's just gonna flat out retire, I I mean the price you pay, I guess. Yeah, I don't think he'd do that if he was hurt. I I don't think he would purposefully try. But I think that like if it got. If it got to the point where it was like so bad, it was embarrassing, and and he did have the opportunity to bounce, he just might like you know what I mean, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's a shame. It is a shame that if he misses that whole next season, and if he is done, I mean, losing like one of the greats, one of the best players I think I've ever seen, and I think I don't know, I I know he said this about a couple a couple people, but I think this this is a high thought that I have of him and Datsuk. I think that the second that he is like officially retired and like off a contract, I think that they just need to put those two in together. Like Datsuk's gonna be done his yeah. three year grace period, but Zetterberg obviously won't because he'll have just retired. But I think they should go in together. They were, you know I mean they had the legends on the team when they won that cup in oh nine. Or at least some of them were still left over. But I mean they've been like the heart and soul of that fan base for, for a long time. Well is a so. three year grace period a thing? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. For them? It For everybody, it's supposed to be, but they can waive it. Oh, because I was about could, to like, say, Shane Doan only retired last year. Yeah, but I'm talking about, no, because Zetterberg and Datsuk are going into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Oh, I thought you meant having their numbers retired. My bad. No. Okay, no, no, no. all right, I, that makes well, more sense. Well, I mean, they, they should do that, too. It's definitely. Um, yeah. But I mean, I because they're both going into the Hall of Fame. There's no way that they're not. Yeah. They're both first ballot. They both should go in together. Oh, I love Dotsuk too. I love Dotsuk. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, that's I mean that's a that's a tough blow for them next year. Um, losing. I don't know. I mean, Dylan Larkin's definitely competing for their, their best center, but yeah, losing their most experienced and tenured player. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, and it's a rough one. They're. I think they're a team too, where it's like. Eventually, it was going to catch up to you, but there have been just some bad decisions recently. Like, their cap trouble. I like a lot of the guys on their yeah. team, but, like, you're paying Justin Abdelkader a lot to play in that fourth line. You know, Athanas... However you say his name. Damn it. Athanas, he, he took a He took a lower rate, even though he probably is going to want more eventually. So, like, you know what I mean? Right. Nyquist for some reason just does not ever do as much as I think he's gonna do. Every year I'm like, just do better, and he's 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 okay, he's good. Just, ugh. 
Um, and like, dude, I feel like what happened to Franz Nielsen? He was supposed to be good, right? And now. <laughs> Uh, dude, I never liked that contract from the day it was signed. Yeah, dude, and I love Dylan Larkin. I even like some of the people I mentioned. I like Karen Zetterberg. I love how they just got um, Zadina. Yeah. But, like, dude, these contracts, it's going to make it hard to to keep keep it flowing, dude. It's going to be really hard to keep it flowing. And on top of that, you went a long time without having top pit, picks and prospects and stuff. So I I don't like Detroit's odds. I don't like hate them. They don't like infuriate me like <laughs> like some of these other teams, but just some bad decisions and I just hope they can figure it out. And I wish that some of these dudes yeah. who I thought I always think are going to be good just play a little bit better. Like just be a little right. bit better, damn it. Um but yeah, I don't like their odds this year, dude, especially after you know Zutterberg and right. And I feel like I should say cuz I kind of forgot about it. Every team that we've talked about so far and before, any prospects have a chance to make the team. Like, any guy has a chance to make the team. If you come in and win the spot out of camp, you're going to be on the team. Like, there, I don't think there's anybody on any of these teams that is blocking young guys. Yeah. Because I just don't feel like there's it's impossible, almost, because some of these guys just aren't worth it, worth their contracts anymore, and, you know might be better off not playing. So. Yeah. And dude, Detroit's another proud OG team. So like yeah. will they do the right thing and try to alleviate some of this cap trouble and get rid of some of these guys at the deadline? Like are they going to do that? You know what I mean? Like or right. are they going to like fight it to the very end and try to make it into the playoffs and I don't think they can. Yeah, I don't think they can either. But they're not going to be the worst, like I said, um you know, Zadina will play. Yeah, <laughs> I Zadina like, will play. Yeah, I don't. They'll, I'll watch him. Yeah, and they added Bernier, which definitely stabilizes uh, helps the goal a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps out. So that's pretty much all I have about Detroit. Though. Yeah. Now we got Florida, and this is where we start talking. Because <laughs> I think Florida has a chance. Like I think Florida is the biggest threat to both our teams this year. Yeah. Because I feel like they can be coming for a wild card spot, and both of our teams could be in a wild card spot. It's very possible. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like Florida though. That's another like team. I've been saying I like Florida for a while now, and just being like they're right there. They're gonna do it. I'm not gonna lie. During this uh, this Vegas. Draft. I'm not going to say I called the Vegas thing either because I didn't. I thought they were going to be garbage. But I did think Florida me- messed up when they let go of um, Marsha. So. And on top of that, just gave them – we've talked about this personally a million times. I don't know who they were protecting to make them give up that. So I, I think that they did the wrong thing there. But they still had a good year. Trocheck's the man. And on top of that, they just added Mike Hoffman. And their, their first line's dope. But I yeah. think it's a matter of... I love Barkov. Yeah, Huberdeau, too. Those two need to stay yeah. healthy, though. They haven't traditionally, right. which is so sad because they're so young still, and they're sick. And I'm like, please stop getting hurt because I want you guys to be good. I, it's like... And, dude, they've got good D. I like their I like their D. I love... I love Keith Yandel. Yeah, I love Keith Yandel, too. Aaron Eckbled's good. I like... 
Dude, I love Roberto Longo is like my favorite goalie. Like I'm not even. That's I my love biggest that thing. That's my biggest thing for Florida. Their success revolves around how long Luongo can stay healthy. Because dude is sick when he is healthy. Yeah, and dude if is, Reimer can step up too. Right. Yeah. I if Lou can play, and I don't know that he can because he's he's getting there. Like Homie's getting old. Um, if Lou can get between 40 and 50 games i think that they're okay and hopefully rhyme and i think rhymer can handle it from there and they added michael hutchinson so that way if lou does go down they at least have a capable oh step did in. they yeah so they have someone who can come in and be serviceable to where now, I, I don't think the two, the kids that came in last year were bad but i think that hutchinson's definitely the more stable when did that? I'm. So, I didn't even know that. He signed him free agency because okay. I don't think Winnipeg signed him. So. Gotcha. Yeah, dude. That goalie situation gonna be a thing. I think they're gonna be right on the cusp. I don't know if they're gonna take it yeah. and they're gonna get in, but like I said, I like their, I like their first. I, I like their lines. I like it. I like. I think Hoffman's gonna be sick for them too. I think that you're gonna see a very yeah. capable Mike Hoffman. Next I think to like Trocheck, like now. yeah, it's it's a fucking awesome top six, dude. And like I said, I like their, I like them bottom to top. I like them, not like an all star team. Still on the cusp, need to prove it. Yeah. But they came damn close last year, and they're definitely a better team now. Yeah, I think that they're definitely a better team. Oh, man, I yeah, it's tough to say whether or not they're going to take it because it really depends on like what goes on in the metro. Yeah. Um. It it highly depends on the Devils. It highly depends on the Flyers, and it highly depends on Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think any. I don't know. I'm not predicting. I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Nope. No one from the Atlantic. So. No, I mean from the Metro. Who? No, because I I no, no. I'm not going to. You're not going to talk about the Islanders, are you? Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but but big but. I still have. I'm still a little hurt about what they did in letting Mar. I think it actually. I like it now because I like Marshall and Riley. I'm watching them at Vegas, but I thought that that Uh, they they could have totally done this last year if they didn't do that. Like they totally. I I don't know what people didn't see in that guy. I just don't get it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was one thing. Like I could I could understand them wanting to get rid of Riley or Riley Smith, but at the same like. I kind of just had a feeling that he was going to bounce back because he wasn't ever bad. He just got kind of overpaid, but he wasn't ever bad. Yeah, it's the contract. It wasn't him. I didn't... Ex- yeah, dude. I And, dude, that's the thing. What... We shouldn't get into this because we'll talk about it all night, but I'm still confused about what they were protecting. If anything, you would have just let... Try to dangle Riley Smith. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, right. And just have them take that. Like, that would have been... Yeah. So... And even if they, like, they could have struck a deal. Like, if they had to give up Riley Smith and be like, hey, we'll give you Riley Smith and whoever the fuck else is and protected and picks and whatever, don't take March or so. Yeah. Other teams did it. I mean, other teams got fucking stomped on it. Stomped on, too, for doing it. But at the same time, I... I 
Marjus giving up Marjus was a big mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake. It was. So I mean, maybe Hoffman will fill a similar role. They're they're definitely yeah. they're definitely going to be uh, scary. <laughs> no matter what, I think it's still coming down to the end for them. I don't think they're blowing anyone away. Um, especially because yeah, you I, just named three teams from the Metro that they're going to have to fight for that wild card spot. And I don't know if they're going to beat all three. So I think, and I don't think they're going to beat the top three in the Atlantic. No way. No way. Um, yeah, no, absolutely not. Two yeah, but they can do it. They absolutely can do it more than any other team we've talked about by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Yeah. I mean, that's, ba- yeah. that's basically all I have to say. I mean, it's going to be a close year for Florida, whether or not they do it or not. I don't know. It's going to. Like I said, depend on the teams in the Metro. Um, I like the team. I like a lot of players on this team. Barkov should have been up for the Selkie, but, you know, Patrice Bergeron gets him for being named Patrice Bergeron, I guess. Yep. But <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, it'll be an entertaining year for Florida. I think it's it's going to be awesome. And if they do make it, getting if we can get a first round of Florida and Tampa Bay, that'd be fucking sick. That'd be dope. Yeah. Too bad. I, I hope Florida fixes their fan. Their, <laughs> I mean, I hope people yeah. just like this team when they're good. <laughs> yeah, me too. I know. I'm tired of seeing empty Florida arenas. Dude, they were in the hunt. They were in the hunt. And I, I like, watched one of their games from the Devils game just because we were in the hunt with them. And I saw it, and I was like, there's, like, just as many people sitting in this arena right now hoping that they lose than there is at their arena hoping that they win. It was crazy. I was like, what am I watching? But I'm not trying to talk shit either. Maybe the Florida fans, dude, just show up. Just show up. I hear there's some good deals on tickets. Hockey's a dope sport. Just get it together. Unite. Go to games. I think this, and I know, because I know that they have a really good deal in the building that they're in. Like, they're not losing money because of their building or whatever. But, yo, if this team is in Orlando, like, oh. anywhere near Disney or Universal and stuff like that, I think it really changes. Like, just imagine, like, being able to, like, walk around, like, Disney World or Universal Studios and, like, hey, let's go watch a hockey game because it's right there. Yeah. Or, like, it might be gimmicky, but who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. If it's selling tickets, it's selling tickets. Yeah. That's, like, the whole thing of what they, I mean, don't. I'm very impressed by, like, the, like, actual fan base that Vegas has. But it does a lot of tourists. It just does because it's Las Vegas and it's right on the strip. There's really nothing. I don't have a problem with it at all. Even if it was, I mean, it's not a good thing. But if your team's selling tickets, even if it's all of the other team's fans, at least you're not worried about making money. Dude, could you imagine like a partnership with like Orlando Studios too? Like, dude, we will like. We will promote you so much. Like, give us cool special effects. Like, have, like, events and stuff like that. That would be sick, dude. That would be sick. Yeah. That's, like... Yeah, because as much as people, like, talk shit about, like, Vegas's pregame ceremony, I thought it was fucking awesome. Oh, I dude. Loved I think people need to grow up. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's like, you're taking away from the sport of hockey. I was like, dude, if this was yeah. my team, it would be sick. I loved it. In fact, my team had a half of an opening like that, and I thought it was the dopest thing ever. I got goosebumps every time. I thought watching that... Vegas fucking night coming around slaying fucking whatever the Capitals thing is. I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I hate that so much. Like, oh, stop doing this, like, pregame stuff and drop the puck. Shut the fuck up. So like, make money, matter. man. Come on. Let's yeah. raise that like, salary it's, cap, it's guys. Let's like, do this. <laughs> yeah, and it might not be as entertaining to watch on TV, but it's probably fucking awesome oh, in, in that building. Dude, yeah. Yeah, it has to be. Like, you know, you know how I used to rush the games just for a pump up video. Like, if, if, if yeah. I had the, you know, our mascot literally having a sword fight with the other team i'd be fucking losing it yeah <laughs> i thought it was dope Just keep throwing money at it keep making money vegas other teams i don't want it to get too gimmicky but again dude the more money these teams make the more money we get to pay our players salary cap's gonna go up so please just right. go to games be good fans and quit whining at cool stuff like yeah. like when Lil John Especially shows cool up regularly, that doesn't like, make it be di- happy. It's dope. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. <laughs> fucking Lil John, fucking legend. Yeah, I feel like he like found a team too. Yeah, he was like he he yeah. like told his story. He's like, I used to follow like the Thrashers, and now they're not around. I used to watch this team, and they like don't exist, or I just don't live there anymore. But you know that dude, yeah. he's like, no, nah, I got this. This is my team now. I'm like, yes. Yeah. See, we're making magic here, people. But yeah, that's all I have to say about Florida. Be gimmicky, sell tickets. Good luck making the playoffs. May the best man win. All right, now we got the biggest movers and shakers of the offseason. I don't even want to talk about them. It's so boring. <laughs> I they're just they're going to be better. Yeah, we'll see. It's I they got to be. I don't know. Dude, they didn't fix their de- We should say so Toronto <laughs> yeah, it's Toronto. Obviously, it was. Like you guys knew, knew that. It. Yeah, it was coming. But yeah, I mean, they're better. But are they? They are. They are better, and I believe that. And just because their whole offense is a mismatch now for every other team, it's. In, I mean, except for maybe Pittsburgh and Tampa, maybe. That's the only team that I don't really read a mismatch. But, like, anybody, not everybody's first line. Everybody's first line can match up against Tavares, maybe. But then having Matthews on the second line, or vice versa, whatever, is a mismatch. And then having Kadri on the third line, a complete mismatch. It's it, it's crazy. Like, Kadri's definitely a second-line center. And he's good. Like, he's good. I don't really like him. I don't like him. But... He's good. Like, it's a miss. The whole team's a mismatch. Yeah. It just is. Uh, and, dude, I'm just being pouty because I don't get get what a lot of these teams did in free agency. Um, and we don't even have to get into it, what I think it's going to do for years to come. They have, one, like, probably the sickest offense in the league. Like, depth-wise, they've got everything. They've got threats on every line. <laughs> like, they have threats on every line um how they match these guys up we'll see you know we'll see that should be fun to watch they're gonna be exciting but yeah are they gonna take a little while to get in their groove we're definitely gonna see more scoring but their d is the same um they got a good goalie too i'll give them that they're gonna be super fun to watch but i feel like when I watched the playoffs last year and I saw like the Boston, like Toronto series, it was just like, what team is like a team? Like, you know what I mean? And I, 
I hate Boston too, but you know, I, how long is it going to take them to find this groove with what they got? We'll see. That's all I'm saying. I honestly, I personally don't think it takes long at all. I mean, because Tavares is ready to play. He's a superstar. Yeah, he's sick. He knows what he's doing. And then everybody else on the team is the same from last year. And everybody else on that team has played together at some point because Matthews played with Hyman, Matthews played with Marner, Matthews played with Kapanen and everybody. Like, there's there's familiarity regardless. It's not like, you know, Matthews is always on the top line and has never seen Hyman or has never seen Brown or any of these guys. There's familiarity all throughout this lineup. I It's like a cheat code. It, it just is. It's like a cheat code. And... I have concern on the defense too, and it's and it didn't get better. It really didn't get better, but they were still good last year with the same defense. Fair, fair point. They forty almost fifty wins, you know, goal differential plus forty five. Like they were they were good, they were up there, and now they got more goals. Yeah, yeah. I'm Tavares is sick. He's fun to watch. I I actually love like thinking about him having like Hyman and Marner or Nylander next to him instead of who he's had right he's gonna play with the best players that he's ever played with yeah the whole time the whole time in New York the best player he played with was probably Barzell but on a line with him was probably Ocposo yeah maybe Eberle yeah but Eberle played a lot with Barzell so that's the thing it's like I don't I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for New York. They had, like I said, the thing is, same thing I was talking about. I with the, with the they Senators. It's like they had their chance. He needed to be inked, or and it doesn't because everybody's gonna say like, oh well, he said that he was interested in staying. It's it doesn't matter. You have to do what's in the best interest of the team, regardless of what he says. Yeah. If he is not, if he has not signed his name on a dotted line of a contract, you don't. You have to try to move him if you're going to lose him for nothing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Hiring Lou and cleaning house was too little too late. Right. And it was a good effort. Don't get me wrong. And I'm no. still because I said because I I said until the day he left that I didn't think that he was leaving. I didn't think that he was leaving. Something's and, going on in there though, dude. And if they would have did yeah. it last year, maybe it would have made the difference. Right. I think yeah, if they would have changed it up last year. And, I mean, they weren't getting Lou last year because he was still here True. in Toronto. Fair. But if they would have changed it up last year, maybe. And either way, if he didn't sign an extension, he is on the block. I don't know. Because everybody will be like, oh, well, Tampa, you know, or Toronto had a chance to get uh, Stamkos too, and he went back to Tampa. And it's like, Tampa also has no state tax, so he's not losing money. He's making more money than he would ever make in Toronto. Yeah, and Tampa's also a sick team who's, like, making hockey right. work in Florida. And that was his so, team yeah. that was built around him. That was his team. And not that the Islanders weren't Tavares' team. They didn't build around him. He was there for nine years. They won one playoff series. Yeah. Why? What What does he stay for? Because you guys signed Robin Lehner? Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel bad. I think I think he did the right thing. And like I said, we're not going to talk about whether and how much this works for in Toronto's favor in the future. I don't know that they did the right thing, but Tavares did the right thing. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. And, and I will say they're definitely a playoff team. Like, they're not going anywhere. They're, they're fucking yeah. scary. They are super scary. I'm just, I'm a pessimist about things when they happen the way that they did with this. But they're definitely sick. I'm going to I'm gonna watch them play. I'm yeah. not looking forward to having to play them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the lineup's sick. I mean, up and down, like, their first line could be a first line on, like, almost any other team. Their second line is a first line on any other team. It's crazy. But, yeah, there's not a lot to say. I mean, Toronto's making the playoffs. I would have rather... Well, not rather. I mean, I think that they should have addressed the defense somewhat. But same defense from last year. Maybe Liljegren gets his shot this year. Maybe Travis Dermott puts up a whole solid season. Maybe Zaitsev like, lives up to that contract. I mean, Morgan Riley's sick. Yeah. Like Morgan Riley a lot. So I I don't know. I don't see I don't see how they get worse really. Because it seems like everybody's on board. Like everybody's like, hey, we're trying to win a cup, and that's the goal. Um, they got to get a deal done with Nylander, but I think that happens. So I don't see a problem. Yeah, and dude, the thing is too. I don't hate their D. You're right. I like Morgan Riley. I like it. This is gonna sound super. Just like again, like just like fanish maybe, or or maybe not, maybe the opposite of that, because it's like I feel like the talent's there, but they need like that dude. I feel like they don't have a leader on the defense. Like they need a leader to like lead that defense. Yeah, I could see that. Like Morgan Riley's sick, but I, he's not like leading their defense. You know what I mean? They need like that one dude who's gonna like put their put these guys where they gotta go. Like. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Inspire courage. I don't know. (laughs) Do something. (laughs) But yeah, they're going to be cool. Let's, uh, I don't know, you got anything else for them? No, I'm good. All right, on to Boston. So, yeah, Boston. Boston has a good team. One of the, I mean, regardless of what you say about anybody on their team, Marshan, Bergeron, and Pasternak, one of the sickest first lines in the league yeah i think one it's of the proved best to be the best line in the league consistently yeah. they're never broken up there's never need to they are they are a unit yeah so i think the only yeah the only thing is i think that they were ahead of schedule last year i think that not i don't want to and it's hard because i don't want to say that they like overachieved last year but I think maybe they kind of get back in course next year. But at the same time, they could be better because they have young guys that they brought up, like Donato and um, McAvoy has another year getting better. I love Anders Charlie Bjork. McAvoy. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys could be better. I guess the biggest question is, do they keep up with Toronto? Yeah, that's like their biggest their biggest thing right now, and I think I think it'll be I think it'll be close as it was last year. I think they kept up with Tampa Bay. I think they can keep up with Toronto. So yeah, fair. And I'm I'm just saying I like usually have less faith about Boston. I they play well together. They play well together, and they may have overachieved a tad. But then they got they got good pieces. We'll see if the young guys are gonna tear it up again. They, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I like I. They really proved that they could do it. I feel like with what they with what they have, just doing it again and like keeping up, like you said. 
Right. But, like, that's what I mean, though. When I saw them play, like, Toronto in the playoffs, I was like, damn, this these guys, like, figured it out. Like, you know what I mean? And because I, I look, even I'm looking at their roster now, I'm still like, hey, who are half these assholes at the bottom? <laughs> I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. I know your first line, and I know Krejci. Screw Krejci. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm looking, I'm like, ah. Oh. But, no, I mean, these young guys could keep it up. And, um, and I, you know, they got a good D. I love Charlie McAvoy. Um, they still got a great Chara. Goal. Yeah, well, yeah, Chara. I mean, if he keeps it up, I mean, I think he's fine. I think they were smart re-signing him to one more year. I think as long as he's saying, hey, I want to play, and he's not a liability, I think he, gets the nod. he can play yeah. for as long as he wants. So. And they added John Moore, so it's set. Yeah, and they added John Moore. Cup incoming. <laughs> no, I think it was a good move. Uh, I don't dislike John Moore. Oh, I think I it was good he, too. I was I was mostly kidding because he's going to play on their third line, but it wasn't a bad right, and move. I, I was, was just thing, messing like, around. <laughs> yeah, and not and no disrespect to your team. I just think the only bad thing with John Moore when he was with the Devils is he was just a victim of being overplayed sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. No. And I know all about that because we play Andrew McDonald way too much. Yeah, but yeah, I think that he can settle into like a a fine third pair role. And actually help them. So yeah, steal all Charlie McAvoy's time on three on three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what they're gonna do. I love how we have less to say for the good teams than the bad because I'm pretty much done with Boston. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, because it's, it's pretty much gonna almost be the exact same as last year. It's like these three teams are gonna compete for it, and then Florida's gonna be in the mix. Um, I think they're going to be in the mix sooner than they were this year. So, yeah, it's not going. I mean, it's going to come down to the end, but it's not going to be like two weeks before, and it's like, oh, Florida has a chance if everything falls this way, and you know, yeah, God's light shines on them and <laughs> helps them overcome. NHL but, cheats and takes away goals from other teams. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, because I think it's it's similar to last year. I think that. Boston can be good. The, I think. Hold on, let me look at. Because I haven't even been. I haven't looked at my list since we talked about what Detroit. I didn't look at my list for Florida or anything that I wrote down. Yeah, the only two cons that I had was maybe if Rask gets back. I don't know if he's gonna ever get back to like Vesna level, but if he gets back to Tuka Rask, like what his namesake is. You know, yeah, I think they can be really good. And then the only other thing I wrote down is, can they keep up with Toronto and Tampa Bay? Yeah, sure, maybe. Sure. I don't we'll know. see. And this one, <laughs> and Tampa Bay. This one again, even less to say about them. They're gonna rock and roll with largely, unless there's more moves, which there could be. We thought that they were gonna make the biggest move ever, but it didn't work. It didn't happen. Yeah, right. Pen- you didn't know, it's happen. still pending. But uh, and I didn't like it for them anyway, dude. Their D is the sickest in the league. Um, well, yeah, they got given Mikhail Serkachev. Yeah. you know, look would look really good. He could help that injury to Shea Weber from Montreal right now. Yeah, so. man, he definitely, he definitely could. Um, I mean, again, they're right up there with how I love Nashville's D. They're right there. That that no, they're they're the best. I it's crazy, but I don't even know why. I, not I, of course you everyone wants Carlson 
but I don't even know why you do with what you got. I don't even know. What's the point? Just go rock and roll. Don't give up one of your forwards for him. Um, the JT yeah. Miller trade looks like it works for them. They're, dude, they are sick from top to bottom. Goaltending yeah. to the top. Not much to say again. I would rock and roll with that same team as long as I can keep them together. Fuck yeah. it. And you know what they did, right? The second Nikita Kucherov was up for an extension, they extended that they guy. Do? They extended him. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? Why? Why not wait? Everybody else is waiting to sign their superstars. Why wouldn't you wait? No, I mean it's a lot easier to sign someone in Florida. I mean because he signed for what nine point five. When if he hit the open market, he's probably easily netting ten five or more. But he doesn't have to pay taxes. So they have taxation they had, is theft. <laughs> but florida florida i'm not gonna lie florida has like a legitimate draw over everybody because the tax thing so they get to fit more because you know out of everything i don't know what the exact numbers are but toronto takes a lot out of the tax all the canadian cities are significantly oh, so more. much more so much a yeah, lot more. And it's like canadian cities is like cutting your paycheck in half so he signs for 9.5 what, he's taken five two home, dude. Not no. to mention four four seven. Not to mention who wouldn't want to play for that team. I mean, that's yeah. also probably how they extended him that quick because he's just like, this is my team. Like this, this is his team now. I think he overtakes Stamkos in that department. Honestly, it, yeah, Kucherov is bit, the yeah. dopest one on that team, and like. Dude, they stepped it up when he talked shit about his team not putting it together when they missed the playoffs. Like, last season, they came out and crushed it. The GM didn't friggin' panic. They kept, they held the course. They didn't panic, and they didn't go too crazy. And they found Yanni Gord playing in their minor leagues. <laughs> like, yeah they, yeah, they just did exactly what they needed to do. Like, just stay... I would, I would leave, like, a team and want to play for their team for sure. I'd want to be extended forever. Look at those... Look at this team. Yeah, and that, and the crazy thing is, like, we were talking about players who, like, shouldn't be expendable, like Jeff Skinner or whatever, but now, like, a guy like Tyler Johnson, expendable. They have Braden Point, JT Miller, and Yanni Gord down the middle. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. I still say they ex- keep him it, as long as they can, but, yeah, expendable. Yeah. You're right. Good, good player. And, dude, and that's a Florida team that has, like, fans. Like, they have, like, a history already. It's, like... A good yeah. team, especially if you're going to make more money. It's like not a bad place for hockey. I love it. Although I hate them, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. And Victor Hedman's, I think, like the best all-around defenseman, too. You have like the best all-around defenseman in the league. So. Yeah. I say that. Absolutely. I don't know. You can, you no, can contest I, I me, like, but. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't contest you because I agree. I think all-around Victor Hedman is the best right now. Yeah, I mean the team's sick. I mean it's, it's insane. Like that's why like a team like Toronto has to go out and get John Tavares because, like they home grew a super team. Yeah. yeah. And it, and the way I mean because they did trade for pieces, but at the same time it's like, they home grew it, traded out the guys that were expendable, like Nemestikov and stuff like that, and then got back just players that work. Yeah, and dude, Druin's sick, but like, what if they didn't have, where would he play? Where would he play right now? 
I don't know, but he'd probably be doing better than he was in Montreal. Hell so. yeah. I'm not saying it wouldn't be great for them, no. but I'm just like, you you took one of the most like highly touted prospects and you turned it into another great defenseman, like for years to come. Like this is they they rock and roll, dude. They um they they have made the right decisions recently. That's why yeah. I, I don't want to take too long going over this, but please don't ruin this on Eric Carlson. I beg you, don't, don't, because you're gonna have to pay him too much. You're gonna give up a lot of this core to just yeah. for teams to take more cap space. Like you know what I mean? And then you're not gonna be able to keep Hedman, McDonough, Carlson, and Sergachev. No, it's never gonna happen. So like you're losing one of those guys to to replace. So please don't. Your D is sick. Yeah. Like in in the the only thing that you may want to do next year is just replace Dan Girardi with like a younger Dan Girardi. And that's it. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you got to do to have the sickest D in the league. And they have they have prospects in the in the pool too. <laughs> no, like that's the scary part. Like they have they have prospects like that uh Anthony Sorelli kid came up at the end of the year and he was killing it. Dude's a tank. Um <laughs> Then they have Cal Foot, fucking Adam Foot's son. He's a monster. Do they have Cal Foot? Yeah, oh, they have my Cal Foot. Like kids, that kid's a monster. That's the next. I mean, Dan Girardi. I mean, <laughs> if anything, like that big guy. And he. I mean, I don't. I don't know a whole lot about him. I know that he's definitely highly touted. So I don't know like about his skill set. But I know. But I literally anything, just like, said, get rid of Dan Girardi for a younger Dan Girardi. <laughs> yeah, and they already have him, so they don't have to find him. Like. D- don't get Eric Carlson and ruin this for everyone, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> That's my two cents. I just, I think too many teams want to trade up for something that they already a collectively have. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like every team made a trade for that. They made a trade to get the one thing they didn't need. <laughs> That's why I'm so butthurt about Toronto. It's just like you had a center. It's cool though, John Tavares. I'm not trying to harp on. It. I'm just saying every team got a thing that they didn't need. So Tampa Bay, please, you don't need Eric Carlson. If any team in the league doesn't, you don't. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. But yeah, let's uh, let's rank these teams. What turned out to be what I thought was gonna be the most boring week, I think, turned into our longest episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely up there. Um, I can't wait to hear your list, though. <laughs> I think my list is pretty. It, it it almost has to be standard. Like, there's only so little variation that there could. I be. I feel like mine's gonna be so much different than yours. I don't know why. Let's do it though. All right. Well, who do you have? One. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Okay, I have Tampa. All right. Who do you have two? Who do you have number two? Who do you have two. I have tr- I have Toronto. Okay, I have Boston. Okay. See, and that's the thing is like I could switch those two easy. Yeah, I I could, I could too. See it In fact, way. I think you convinced me while we were talking. But I wrote Boston. We're gonna stick with them. They have the best first line in the league. We're going with that. <laughs> yeah. So who do you have for number four? Uh, Florida. You have yeah. So, yeah, because you have Toronto as number three. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I have Florida. Okay. Florida's number four. Number five. Buffalo. Me. Oh, me too. Look yeah. at this. We did it. Um, I have Montreal next. I have Detroit. Uh, okay. I don't Although know. Although I, I don't have faith in Detroit this year, man. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. The thing that sells me on Detroit just a little bit is that they have two goalies that could do it. To where if Carey Price is the Carey Price from last year, 
they they could be worse than Ottawa. That's really funny that you said that because I did this for the opposite. When I originally wrote this list, I forgot Detroit, and I said, oh, I'm going to put them there above Montreal. But then I remembered Montreal is Carey Price. That's literally yeah. was my thought process was if Carey Price – I don't know how many years in a row Carey Price isn't going to show up to. If it right. keeps up, oh, that, I'm not that contract's going to look so bad too. Oh, yeah. my. But, yeah, I put Montreal there because of Carey Price, honestly. So I could switch those two if that falls – if you're right. Yeah. Like, you know, if he and doesn't play or, you know, he gets I hurt, honestly think fuck. the main reason why I put Detroit ahead of Montreal is because Dylan Larkin can be a first-line center. And Montreal doesn't have a center. I don't know. They, I don't like yeah. any of their centers to be where they need them to play. Centers, yeah. So, and then Ottawa's list. All right, so our, our lists are almost identical. For Ottawa, we don't have to talk because we already talked about them for like an hour. But I think Ottawa, I'm calling it right now, is basement. League. League basement. Not division. Yeah, no. They're, they're in the basement. garbage. They're... They're finishing last. They have the best odds of a pick, which is insane because I forgot about that Colorado thing. So yeah. good, good luck, Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I, it's crazy. I honestly, I, I don't know. That's a thing. I feel like some managements are kind of not thinking straight because, to me, it would have been a not. It wouldn't have been a no brainer because it's hard to give up a fourth overall pick. But Ottawa could easily be number one overall. Yeah. Easily. Easily. And you're giving them, I, I'm not going to call him franchise yet, but you're giving him an elite center. Dude, and they knew it. Yeah. They knew oh, they it knew. was coming. They, they talked to their GM. Like, there's no way, there's no way that they should have been like, well, next year we're going to be better. <laughs> yeah. So let's not. <laughs> Let's not do. Obviously, it's gotten worse since then, but you should have known better, like straight up. Um, yeah. When do you pick that though? After the lottery, like they would have had to. When did what, they? When choose? did they decide? When did they decide to give it to? They Colorado? decided when they picked fourth. They had until whenever, as long as they didn't make a pick with that pick, they could have had it. They could have given up the next one. Yeah, they probably should have. Or they could have given up that one to keep the next one. Yeah, they probably should have. But, I mean, who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Ottawa might jump a couple spaces just to spite Colorado, but I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. I think they're in but the But at the same time, league. in the past, what, two or three years, the only team that's won the lottery that was in that was dead last is Buffalo. That was this year. But True. you guys won it the year before. Um, I don't – who was? The Leafs. The Leafs. They weren't the worst, were they? No, because no, because no, Buffalo was. Yeah, they they were um. They were, they were up there. They were in that top three. Yeah, yeah, no, they were. Um, so it wasn't and that crazy was before they were doing but, the three picks too. So they had. Yeah, that's true. They, they were like different odds and stuff, but I remember Arizona being really bad though, and being like this Arizona kid could go there. I think they were worse than them. Yeah, actually, they might have been. I, I remember being like, oh, that's not fair, but, you know, whatever. Well, no, huh. they couldn't have been the worst because then it was only the first pick. No, I don't think that Buffalo was last that year because Buffalo was last the year before. That happened with McDavid where they were supposed to get McDavid, oh, but right, then they got right. Eichel. Yeah, and I think 
I think Toronto might have been bottom three. I think Arizona might have been worst or, or bottom second, like second to last, something like that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We Arizona's <laughs> Arizona's probably like the most fucked all time in like first overall picks. Yeah. Although I think this one might have made the difference this last time, but oh well. Not the way it's gonna be. Go Toronto. Yeah. No, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Yeah, I want to put get because I didn't know if it was gonna happen, but I want to give out a, a shout out to my boy Matt Reed for signing a contract with Minnesota. That's <laughs> fucking dope. I love that guy a lot. I really like him. Um, so I'm happy that he signed a contract, and he he's not locked into the NHL roster. He signed a two way, but he has a shot to make it. Cool. Yeah, I like that guy a lot. So I feel like. If it wasn't for Dave Haxtell not doing, knowing what he was doing. I don't think that he comes back to Philly either way, but I think that he could have held a roster spot all year. He didn't deserve to play in the AHL. So. Yeah. While fucking Yuri Laterra gets to play. Fuck off. <laughs> At least Matt Reed can kill penalties and isn't slow as fucking cinder blocks <laughs> on the skates. All right, next week's the week we're talking about the Flyers, yeah, so <laughs> Congrats to Matt Reed, though. Good job. Congrats to John Moore and his contract, too. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Um, but that's all we got for this week. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Off the Barcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, my personal, which is Fuck You Raff R A F F at the end. And that's it for this week. This has been Off the Bar with Rob and Joey, and I'm Joey. This is Rob, and we'll see you next week.